saying we give people too much credit anyhow <sighs> we obsessed with each other today but it's all about him it's all about God and if we don't turn our attention to him if we don't this is the time to stay alive 
stay involved and see the new thing. God says, I'm doing a new thing. Do you not perceive it? Let's hang in there until God says it's finished. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Oh, thank you, Jesus. On this Father's Day, let us go to the New Testament, Hebrews chapter 11, familiar scripture, verses 1 through 2. Hebrews, letter to Hebrews chapter 11, verses 1 through 2. And as you are able, you stand now out of reverence for God's holy word. And listen now for the word of the Lord. Now faith is the assurance of things not seen. Indeed, by faith, our ancestors received approval. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks, Thanks be, to God. be to God. You may be seated. And won't you pray with and for me now, almighty God, as I come boldly before thy throne of grace. Fill me afresh. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me today. Melt me. Mold me. Use me, let the words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart, be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, for, for you are my strength, and you are my redeemer. In the name of Jesus, I pray it. Let the church say, amen. This morning, I just want to speak to you about the faith of our fathers. Smile at someone today. The faith of our fathers. How many of us in here today had a father in the house? Praise God's holy name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The faith of our fathers. 
I, I started to preach on a topic that my father was not a preacher, but he liked to preach. <laughs> you might have had a daddy like that, and he had sermons on Sunday. So you'd get, you'd get to preaching at the house before you go to church. And one of my favorite sermons that my daddy would preach is, the world is a grocery store. What have you in your basket? And we're going to talk about the baskets of our fathers today and yesterday as we invite the ancestral spirits of our fathers here with us today as we give them honor. Well, beloved, on this wonderful Father's Day, we're going to turn to the Word of God and, and ask the question today, what is faith? What is faith? Now, according to the Bible, faith is the confident assurance that something good is going to happen. Faith is knowing that in spite of everything, something good is going to happen. It's the certainty that what we hope for is waiting for us, even though we can't see it ahead. And what the Bible teaches us today is that there have always been men of God in the word of God who were famous for their faith. Now, we live in a world that encourages us to be famous for lots of things. In fact, we, we, we worship famous people. Every culture worships something. But, but we love famous people. Somebody say amen. I'm telling you, if I was famous, this church would be have folk oh, famous, famous, famous for football and basketball and singing and dancing, nothing wrong with that. But the Bible is filled with men who were famous for their faith in God. And so child of God, from the start we must understand that a person of God must have what we call both heart faith and head faith because we are three parts, body, soul, and spirit. And while we are obsessed with the body, we are really more spirit and soul than we are body. Can you say amen? amen. He or she as a Christian must have a knowledge of faith both in the head and in the soul and in the spirit. And to make it clear, if I read about God in a book or hear about him from other people, and I believe with all certainty that, that what I have read or heard is the truth, then I have head faith. Somebody say head faith. On the other hand, when I approach God's throne, believing in my spirit, man, you know, that's something we don't even talk about it anymore. The spirit. Man, we've become so 
educated with knowledge that we have forgotten about the spirit man of wisdom. But if you got to pray for something, what does the Bible say? You pray for wisdom. I'm talking about the, the, the spirit. The heart and the spirit faith sees with the soul what cannot be seen with your eye. Uh-oh, I'm just, I just lost y'all. The spirit faith senses Jesus Christ as a son of God and accepts him as the savior. The spirit faith lays hold of, of eternal life and other spiritual things before the head can truly understand or even comprehend. So if you have a culture that lifts up the head <laughs> all of the time and forgets the spirit, then you have a sick cult. You have a confused culture. You have a culture without conscience. I heard someone say to me not too long ago, they said, Pastor, I don't believe God um, meant for Christians to feel guilt. See, 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 you, if you got a spirit, you got a conscience. If you just in your head, then you think, I'm not gonna feel guilty about nothing. And this was a preacher talking, he said, you know, uh, I just don't think we were here to feel guilt. I said, well, you know what they call people who can feel no guilt? <laughs> Psychopaths. There's a word for that kind of person. Spirit faith believes at a level that words cannot express. Something happened. And now I know he touched me. Something, I can't even find a word in Webster's Dictionary because words are limited, but I know that something. See, your head don't know something. Head wants to name it and claim it. The soul and the spirit can feel it. Something touched me. This is because we are spirit more than anything. And it is the thing in our culture we neglect the most. That's why I see young people today walking like the living dead. I don't see a soul and a spirit coming out of their eyes. I can remember growing up when the old folks were filled with the spirit. Do y'all remember? Times were hard, but they could still smile. Times were difficult. And they could still say, glory to God. Didn't have no money, and they were still going to the mailbox looking for the money God was going to send. I'm talking about spiritual people. Spiritual, because faith is a spiritual education all to itself, received not in the head, but in the soul and the heart and the spirit. So we all may have had grandfathers who didn't go to school like we have been blessed to do today. Oh, oh, but their spirit was filled with a knowing of faith that only comes through the soul and the spirit. The most important part of our being of the spirit and the soul. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, do you have soul? Yeah. 
Ooh, Jesus, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know that cultures everywhere kind of recognize soul? They kind of want soul, don't they? They want soul. Hey, 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 do you have soul? Did we get a soul or what? <laughs> because the body is dirt. The body will be destroyed. Oh, we can fix it up because we honor God. I have an Esther spirit. I, I want to prepare to come before the king. That, that, that's a woman's spirit. I just ain't going to walk in here like he ain't the king of kings and the Lord of lords. I'm not going to dress better for a party than I dress for the Lord in church on Sunday morning. Somebody help me up in here. But I'm talking about today the soul and our spirit that will live forever. So listen, listen, listen. Most of the refined words and phrases can't even adequately define faith. When words are exhausted and definitions fail, we can only say that faith is simply taking God's promises, taking God's word, and believing it. Perhaps it's easier for us to explain faith by telling what it does rather than telling what faith is. Let's, let's, let's see if we can talk about what faith does a lot. Hear this, hear this, hear this. My beloved, folks, folks knew, and I want to say again today, faith gives a reality to something hoped for. Faith gives a reality to something hoped for. See, you would never commit suicide if you're hoping for something great. You'd never want to spend your life in jail if you hoping for something great. Faith gives a reality to things hopeful. Faith says, I don't have it now, but I know it's coming. <laughs> Faith puts to the test things which are presently unseen. It's, it's not here yet. It happened yet. But those that wait on the Lord <laughs> shall renew their strength. Ah, oh, but I can still see it. I can see it. Yes, I'm sick now. I'm sick. Faith doesn't say I'm not sick. Faith just sees me well. Oh, good God am I. Faith says, let the weak say. And there's power in our words. There's power in our vision. Let the weak say, I am strong. Let the poor say, I am rich. Faith says, I'm not broke. I'm just temporarily out of cash. But the money is coming to me now. Oh, glory to God. That's what faith says. Money is coming. Faith eliminates the negative and accentuates the positive. You know, we live in a world we get so caught up with all the bad things. You know, we just get caught up. We even think in our own lives about the worst of things. We, we bring up all the bad things. You know, we just live in a world that just 
just celebrates evil and bad. You look at the news, going, did somebody, did anybody do something good today that we want to talk about? We remember bad things. When the truth is, we shouldn't complain because we've had more good days than we have bad days or we wouldn't be here today. Somebody say amen. Accentuate the positive and eliminate the negative. That's what faith does. Faith believes the promises of God, period. Look at your neighbor and say, thank God for the faith of our fathers. Well, when a Christian father looks at his family, you know, a Christian father not only sees their present, you don't, you want, you don't want to ignore things. You know, if it's bad, say it's bad, so you're going to fix it and make it good. But don't say it's good when it ain't good. Do you understand what I'm saying? People come to me with all kind of problems, and I mean, they be deep, deep problems, and I'm not going to sit there and say, everything going to be all right, it's okay. I'm going to go, yeah, we in trouble. <laughs> we got a problem here. But that problem is not here for nothing. You have to understand that God doesn't let us experience pain for nothing. God doesn't let us walk through horrible situations for nothing. Because everything that happens to me is not about me. You know what I'm saying? Just because it happened to me doesn't mean it was about me. It could have happened to me because God knows he can trust me with trouble and then tell you what God can do when you get in the same trouble I found myself in trouble. You looking at me like it's all me, no. I'm, I'm building up a testimony for the world. That's what trouble is. He not only sees their present faithful father because he knows the Lord, he gets excited about what God is going to do with his children no matter their age. We have stopped, we must stop putting pressure on people to be a certain way at a certain age. Somebody help me up in here. I never give up on my children. I may not see them become all that God would have them be till they're 60, like some of us sitting up in here. <laughs> or 70, or 80, or 90. Never give up on your children. Somebody say amen. Because eyes have not seen and ears have not heard and the heart of man cannot conceive what God has in store for those who love him. And so as I traveled the road in my ministry, I'd say, God, bless my house as I bless you. Oh, a father encourages people with faith that the best is yet to come. See, we don't get old and give up anymore. We get old and keep going. Because if you still here, that simply means God's not through with you yet. 
And sometimes when you get really older and older, the body starts doing weird things. Sometimes your mind will make you promises that your body can't. But by faith, I'm gonna get up anyway. By faith, I'm gonna go on and I am gonna bind arthritis in the name of Jesus. Why? Because I'm on a mission. I'm on an assignment. And I'm gonna do it walking crew, crew, or with a cane. I don't care, it's still gonna get done. Somebody say amen. amen. Nothing will stop a man of faith. Nothing. A father with faith always finds the strength to stand when the family's falling apart. When I do marriage counseling today, and then I counsel the woman and she falling apart, I do understand, sister, because that's what we do. If a man had all these hormones, he don't know what he'd do either. <laughs> and we've got to stop saying we're all the same because it's our difference that makes us strong. And so when I, when I talk to young people today and I, and, I, and I watch young men sometimes falling apart than I, more than I'd like to see because I don't remember my daddy falling apart. Do y'all understand what I'm saying? Because we live in a culture that says we're all the same. The devil is a lie. Men and women are not the same, thank God. And when we knew that, there was more peace in the house. You see, when I was growing up, the old men didn't let women get to them like young men today. I don't know what's going on. She falling out, he falling out. What is the problem? <laughs> Ain't somebody standing up? Who's being cool, calm, and collected? Ought to be the one who ain't. <laughs> My experience has been the one with the pants on is the one cool, calm, and collected. My daddy was cool, calm, and collected. That meant when you did see him upset, which was rare, he didn't go around whining and pining and falling out and complaining. And the Lord, you, one thing you could never be in my house was lazy. Ooh, somebody help me up in here. I'm talking about the men I grew up with. I don't know the men you grew up with, but I, I've raised my children like my daddy lived with me for a long time. And that was kind of their daddy figure for, for 10 years. And the one thing my son could not do in that house was not get up. <laughs> Don't let daddy come back and the trash had not been taken out. That's a man's job. Women don't get dirty taken out the trash. Don't let me act crazy with my mama cause all she had to say was, wait till your daddy gets home. Women need men. God fixed it that way. He ain't got to fall out. All he got to do is walk in the house. Isn't that something? But it's the truth. Back in the day, nobody acted crazy with their daddy. He ain't got to do nothing but be the daddy. I used to ask my mama, Mama, why would we sit down to eat dinner at night? 
Well, Daddy would be there at night, but he worked all day, but he would be there for dinner sometime. And I say, Mama, why he get a steak? <laughs> when the rest of us is eating chicken. Now I understand, if I'd have had a daddy like my daddy in my life, he'd have had some steak too, baby. Cause my mama didn't have to worry about nothing. Hear me up in here. He deserved the steak. She said, he the daddy. That's why he gets the steak. Women, we need to change too. I know we working and back then, some of our mothers didn't have to work. But that don't mean we gotta get a bad attitude. Sometimes you need to just give him the steak. I'd have had to pick it up because you tired from working. <laughs> it was a better day back then with couples. Everybody had a daddy. If you didn't have a daddy, then the teacher, the coach was your daddy. I've seen the coaches punishing boys without a daddy because the community, we were raised by a village. I saw men that took time with boys who didn't have a father because they knew that they were everybody's daddy. Yeah. That day is gone and we must do all we can to get it back. A loving father is always firm when it comes to doing the right thing. It's, it's the strength of his godly character. It's in the dignity of his presence. It's in his smile and in his humor and in, and in his determination to be a good daddy. My daddy would say, you don't judge a man by how he looks. You judge a man by how his family looks. I see some women, they be so happy I go say to their husband, you a good man. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying up in here because y'all think y'all can be happy without one. Well, let me just tell you, that ain't God's plan. And we should have stopped saying it. Oh, need no man. Well, well that universe heard you. Now you don't have one. <laughs> I can do this myself. Well, the universe heard you, girl, and you're doing it all by yourself. like men. Well, 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 well. Many of them decided not to be one since you didn't like men. Can I, can I just preach today? Can I, can I just preach on this Father's Day? Because we have taken God's design and God's original plan and we have turned it to fit nonsense. God said there will be a mother and a father in the house. Now, why we want to mess with that, I don't know. But in the last 50 years, when my generation said, if it ain't right, I'm walking out. I didn't see that many divorces when I was growing up. Oh, but today. And I apologize, because we just wanted to change everything when some things we needed to keep. Because what I have seen is that sometime if you hang in there, girl, just wait 
sometimes. If you see the potential, if you see the potential, that's what I'm talking about. Sometimes you just have to say, I shouldn't have done that, and leave. But other times you just need to say, let me have just a little more patience. Because I'm telling you, sometimes the husband you had will one day be making six figures. Girl, you should have waited. That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. He didn't do it in his 20s and 30s, but oh, in his 40s, 50s, and 60s, he living high. And what you doing, what you doing, struggling all by yourself, sitting up at the TV, looking at love stories and crying. Ah! I'm just trying to bring respect for manhood back into the hood. Respect for men and the strength that they bring. Men will be who we expect them to be. And women, men are not gonna respect us until they re see us respecting each other. I'm tired of this mess. One of the best explanations of faith is given in the story of a little boy. How many of you have ever flown a kite? Yeah, the children are they don't do that anymore, they don't. They have, okay, yes they have. Their mama say they have. <laughs> well, ain't gonna mess with mamas today either. Oh, Jesus help me. Uh, I respect y'all for doing it by yourself, but girls, I'm trying to get it right. Well, you gonna find somebody one day to help you with this. But that's a whole nother story, that's a whole nother story. There's a story about a little boy who was flying a kite. And of course, he wanted to have his kite go higher than all the other little boys who were playing in the park. You know, it used to be a time when they'd make us go outside. You couldn't sit down behind nothing. Now we're talking about how sick we are because we don't move enough, but the old people would say, go outside and play. So he was outside playing with a kite. And what he did was, he knew if he let the string on the kite, if he worked that string and gave it some leeway, that the more leeway he gave the kite with the string, the higher the kite would fly. And so the kite flew so high that it was behind the kite, he couldn't see. So a man came out and said, what are you doing? He said, I'm flying a kite. The man said, where's the kite? He said, I, I don't see the kite, but I'm still flying it because I know by the pull on this string, the kite is up there somewhere. See, let me tell you what, God will pull when you can't see him. God will pull when you can't hear him. God will and you'll say, I might not hear God now, but I know he's up there somewhere. I may not see God today, but I know he's up there somewhere. I may not see it, but I'm going to still pull on his strings. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. And we know today that fathers who live by faith are still alive and well. They are. I left in my office a whole big thing of fatherless America and the crisis of fatherless homes in America today. We know that homes, children without fathers go to jail more than children who have fathers. 
drugs more than children who have fathers, in trouble in school, all kind of stuff. But I just want you to know when I was growing up would not have been any gangs. That, that, not no children gangs, cause the brothers back in the day wasn't scared of no children. <laughs> now, what I suspect is that the faith of our fathers back in the day, it might have been a few kids who didn't make it as an example to the others to change. You know what I'm saying? I brought you here, what they say? There would not have been children in control of the community, I'm telling you, when I was growing up. Because the brothers that I grew up with would not have tolerated it. Faith gives you strength. It breaks my heart when I see these mothers beating on these youngsters, trying to get them out of games. Don't you know, mama? We, we can't intimidate a boy like a man can. I don't care how hard we try. Boys need a man. Girls need a man. Because girls who have a father grow up to be the strongest of women. Fatherhood is invaluable because fatherhood is God's design and God intends for every house to have a father. Therefore, I invite you today to have faith in God, fathers and grandfathers, because new lands have been discovered and marvelous things have happened because of men of faith. The Bible says, by faith, not by degrees. Not, that's a wonderful thing, though. Don't knock degrees. I got them. I got them. But the Bible says, by faith, Enoch walked with God and was rewarded a nonstop flight from life to glory. The Bible says, by faith, Noah built a salvation boat and escaped the condemnation of the flood. The Bible says, by faith, Abraham left all his friends and hometown and his homies and he went away to a strange land. The Bible says, by faith, Moses declined the luxury of Pharaoh's palace and shared affection and affliction with his own people. By faith, militant Joshua led the attack against Jericho and occupied the promised land. By faith. And so fathers, God is willing to add you to his list of faithful fathers. Fathers who love him and obey him. Yes, the church has already always had a lot of women in it. But the church has always had a lot of men in it until today. He would say, men didn't go to church. Yes, they did. And even if they didn't go to church, they knew the Bible and they knew God. Somebody help me up in here. 
fathers who love God and obey his will, fathers who love their wives, the mother of their children, fathers who lead their children in the path of righteousness, father with courage to stand for right rather than might, will you be the next one to exercise the substance of faith? Oh, my brothers in here today, I, I know, I know you will. But in times like these, I want you to know that it's gonna take faith in God to fix things. It's gonna take faith in God and the power of the Holy Spirit to love all of those young men that were systematically put in jail. They were the strongest, probably some of them were strong men. I mean, good, good, good boys. I, I worked in the prison system for a year and I, God has had me everywhere so I can see everything. It's gonna take a lot, but it's gonna take to mentor the young brothers today. Men in the church, men in the schools, men in the homes, fathers with courage. I want to say to you today, happy Father's Day. To those of you who have had a father, to those of you who are fathers now, and to those of you men who are going to be fathers, happy Father's Day. I want you to have a faith to see the invisible. I want you to have a faith, my brother, to expect the incredible and receive the impossible. I want you to have a faith that can conquer anything because you are a man of God and God has equipped you to conquer everything by faith. Faith that choose my problems, all faith to know that God can solve it. Faith to vision my freedom. Oh, my brother, I want you to have faith. It can conquer anything. Faith to reach the unreachable. Faith to fight the unbeatable. Faith to remove the unmovable. Faith that stands the invincible. My brothers, on this Father's Day, from now on, I want you to have a faith that can conquer anything. Oh, give the Lord a hand praise. Happy Father's Day, my brothers. Happy Father's Day. Have the faith that sees the invisible, expects take the incredible, the situation today. receives the impossible faith that can conquer anything. Faith 
that obtrudes my problems. Oh, faith to know God can 